main news story over the last couple of days and especially over the last week or so has been Budget 2023. We all know about the energy situation uh, and uh, the disaster that has struck with regard to prices of everything, food. Everybody knows what the situation is. So what were the government going to do? Well, Pascal Donoghue and Michael McGrath yesterday introduced a budget that's going to cost €11 billion. And uh, while uh, we'd be here for the rest of the day if we were to discuss everything, some of the main points we'll discuss now with our local uh, TD, Dennis Nocton. Dennis, how are you? Good morning, Seamus. Not too bad. Uh, Your overall reaction, first of all? Well, look, I think in in fairness to the government, they haven't been short on spending money uh, in terms of trying to address uh, this crisis. We're going to see €21,000 spent every single minute uh, next year to try and deal with uh, the cost of living crisis that we have. My big concern is that it's not actually going to curb uh, the problem. So I suppose to to try and put an analogy in place for people, it's like putting uh, an overflow uh, in the sink, uh, but if the tap is still running uh, at full blast, it's still going to come out over the top of the sink. Uh, and that's my big worry because the projections in terms of, of energy prices are that they will treble between now uh, and next spring uh, and people just will not be able to cope. So that's a frightening pro- uh, prospect, good. isn't it, really? Yes, and like, while what's in the good budget is good, I don't think it's going to deal with the fundamental problem here, which is the cost of energy and the use of energy uh, by people. But is, is there anything they could have done, Dennis? I mean, I, I, I would label it as an, a fairly honest attempt to try and deal with the situation as they have. But as you say, you know, they cannot, they're not going to stem the flow and uh, it's going to, you know, people are going to be worse off. It's as simple as that. But is there any more they could have done? Well, look, I think, in fairness to the government, they've tried to make the effort here. And I think credit should be given to them in relation to that. However, the big problem here is the way energy is increasing. And the only way that we can realistically address this is trying and reduce the amount of energy that everyone is using. In the DAW last week, I put it to the, the Taoiseach. We have um, about... Two and a half thousand people on the two scheme across the country who would be involved in the maintenance of, uh, you know, graveyards and so forth in yes. this country. Their work is winding down now for the winter months. Uh, and I, I put it to the Taoiseach, if they were redeployed in actually insulating the attics of every older person in this country uh, between now and Christmas, and spending, you know, the 400 euro that's been given in terms of the fuel allowance to actually insulate attics, it would save far more in terms uh, of electricity and energy bills this winter and have houses far warmer for older people this winter. Right. So while, yes, we're giving older people €400 Euro in cash so that they can buy, uh, pay for the cost uh, of the fuel, the reality is if the house is losing heat, um, you know, you might as well be throwing that money into the fire, whereas yeah. if we could insulate the attics, it would actually reduce the need to heat the house. Yeah, and uh, of course, uh, 600 euro to help with electricity or energy bills for, for all households. Social welfare, an increase across the board of 12 euro. Maybe not enough, uh, you know, for families at the very bottom uh, and for people at the very bottom. 12 euro is going to be swallowed up 
by the very energy, you know, the the increases that you spoke about there. Yeah, and uh, look, this this is the big difficulty that that I have with what happened yesterday. Look, as I say, look, anything they did uh, was positive, and it was done uh, with the right uh, objective. Uh, but like the cost of living is happening at such a rate now, and like there were steps within the government's control where I think they could have done more. Now, in fairness, they have taken steps. They're reducing the the cost of childcare. They're reducing the cost. Uh, they're getting rid of hospital charges from yeah. the next April. And look, that is all very positive. They're giving out additional uh, medical cards. The difficulty is we don't have the GPs. And you know, Seamus, in Roscommon Town as well as I do, you know, if someone new comes into the town tomorrow morning and they're looking to try and get in with a GP, even as a private patient, uh, they won't be able to access That's right. a GP uh, in Roscommon today. The crisis is even worse next week we have a meeting in Banlaslow uh, where there aren't enough GPs to cover the demand that's there at present. So putting, giving additional GP visit cards when the GPs aren't available isn't going to, to solve that problem. Yeah, Look, yeah. The government are trying here. I just think that they could have targeted the money a bit more effectively that would benefit uh, everyone in the long run and right. ultimately... That's what we have to try and do. As as we said, you know, it would take us the whole day to go through a lot of the things. But, you know, some of the headline rates, at least third-level fees are down a 1,000 this year, even though they're going to go up another 500 next year. Uh, and there are different, uh, you know, things that they have done to try and help families over a wide spectrum. Uh, what about uh, the 9% VAT rate going in hospitality in February? What's your view on that? Well, first of all, we... We don't know whether it will go in February or not. The government haven't committed to this. It will or will not go in February. But, like, the reality is that, you know, any of us that uh, source accommodation in Dublin know that there has been a dramatic increase uh, in the prices charged by hotels uh, in the Dublin region. Uh, And the difficulty is, you know, how do we find a mechanism to support businesses around the country who are struggling and do need assistance while not putting additional profits uh, into the pockets uh, of the large hotel chains in Dublin who are charging astronomical sums uh, for accommodation. I think anyone that went to the Garrett Brooks uh, concert recently and tried to get a hotel bed in Dublin uh, would know exactly what's going on at the moment. And, you know, we cannot be giving a break to people that are, are milking... Ripping off the people, people, yeah. But we do need to find some alternative mechanism to support hotels and restaurants around this country. And this is an issue that I took up with the Hotels Federation when uh, the uh, 9% uh, was being re- reintroduced a number of years ago. At the time, the Hotels Federation didn't want to break that relationship with Dublin uh, and the region. Uh, they didn't come forward with a constructive solution. I think there's an opportunity now uh, for the restaurant and hotels industries in this country to come forward with a proposal that supports the challenges that businesses around the country are facing while not putting more profits into the pockets of those that are milking the system in Dublin. 
Right, I totally agree with you there. There's a couple of things that I just wanted to mention. One thing uh, uh, that really uh, flummoxed me yesterday was the levy on building materials and concrete blocks. I know that the mica thing has to be paid for, but to, to put a levy on building materials in the middle of a housing crisis doesn't seem like uh, it makes any sense to me. No, uh, uh, and it doesn't. But I think the the background to this is is more to do with the green agenda than it is to do with uh, solving the uh, remediation of houses in Donegal and along uh, the western seaboard. Uh, If you recall, earlier this year, the the government uh, in the uh, Climate Change Advisory Council report recommended that more timber frame be used uh, in housing and more timber used in housing. And I think that this is an agenda to actually reduce the amount of concrete used uh, in homes and in buildings. Yeah, but they reckon today that in in a normal three-bedroom house it's going to add about two grand to the cost of the house. That's correct. Uh, and But if people move towards timber frame houses, uh, that will reduce significantly the cost that they're facing. Uh, and I think this is... is uh, what is ultimately behind this right. uh, particular announcement. F- uh, finally, Dennis, uh, of course, we couldn't uh, not talk about the budget and not talk about agriculture because we're in a very uh, rural county. Uh, what's your opinion as to the measures uh, for the agriculture industry as outlined yesterday? Well, look, I, I think the devil is in the detail in relation to There has been some announcements made yesterday. Some of the existing tax reliefs uh, remain in place. There is That's right, yeah. In terms of slurry storage. Um, I think if that is targeted right, uh, it could uh, benefit a lot of farmers uh, locally in terms of reducing the amount of emissions they produce as well as in improving the, the yields in terms of, of cattle and finishing uh, cattle. But... We haven't seen the detail from the Minister for Agriculture uh, as of yet, so we really re- need to see that detail that will probably come out later on today. All right, uh, Dennis, thank you very much for your time today. I know today is a busy day, you'll be under pressure, but uh, uh, thanks a million for that assessment. We'll see what happens uh, in the fallout over the next few days, uh, but thanks for your time once again. Thank you, Chef.